0: Welcome to PlayStation Daily. Once again, it's John Blanco. Today, we're talking about the newly announced PS Plus monthly games for November 2023. Love this day. Last month, we got three good titles, I think, for monthly games. And remember, monthly games are yours forever as long as you have PS Plus. And this time, not as good a list, but uh, last month we had uh, Farming Simulator 22 Weird West and the Callisto Protocol. Definitely two games that I want to try in Weird West and the Callisto Protocol. Let's go through what we got this month. The first one on the list is Mafia 2 Definitive Edition. Now, this game released in May of 2020, but it's based on a game that was released in 2010 for the PS3. Feels like forever ago. Uh, This game retails for $29.99 today. Um, It's a PS4 game, so... Um, that's the value you're getting. Um, you saved yourself $30 if you really wanted this one. It's published by 2K. It's an action-adventure third-person perspective game, uh, very similar to open-world games that we see. You you run around, you can do some quests, there's some shooting quests, there's some capture quests, all sorts of things. It really is going to play up on Italian mafia themes. I am Italian. Hello. mangiano ah! I don't speak Italian. I actually did really poor in Italian when I went to high school. I almost failed. I thought I wasn't going to graduate. That's a different story. Here is the background of the game. Set within the fictional city of Empire Bay from 1945 to 1951, the story follows Vito Scaletta, a young Sicilian-American mobster, and I don't know why I'm talking like this, and war veteran who becomes caught in a power struggle among the city's Mafia crime families while attempting to pay back his father's debts and secure a better lifestyle. Um, This game does include all the DLC from the original game, so you get the whole package, which is something I love. I love when I get DLC for games I haven't even played yet. Uh, And here's one little factoid I saw that I had to share. Mafia 2 has the most profanity in a video game, particularly the word... Well, particularly the F word. It's a clean, it's a clean podcast. Particularly the F word, which has spoken 397 times beating previous record holder. Can you even guess what it is? The house of the dead overkill. What? I would love the job of counting the curse words in a game. So this is a game about living, living the mafia life. Um, definitely the most mainstream of the bunch, I would say. Uh, if you're into mafia, or if you've played this game and loved it, um, here you go. You get it for free this month. Next up is Dragon Ball The Breakers. If you're a Dragon Ball fan, you're probably pretty excited. This game was released October of 2022, so it is a year old. Uh, it is. It goes for 1999. It's a PS4 game, and it's published by Bandai Namco. It's considered a survival game, but I don't know. I don't really get it. I've been trying to figure it out. This is a live service game, so you're always online. The only times you're not online is like basically doing the tutorial or other smaller game modes. But the main game is an online game. Dragon Ball The Breakers is an online asymmetrical action game where a team of seven ordinary citizens try to survive the Raider, a classic Dragon Ball rival such as Cell, Frieza, and Boo, who will hunt and evolve into an unstoppable force. Now, this game is seasonal, and they are in Season 4 right now. Look, I can't even tell you any more about this game. It's hard to get some information. I don't know the Dragon Ball ethos at all. Um, So take it for what it is. Um, This is the cheapest retailed game um, you can find right now. I'm not a live service guy. I don't like Dragon Ball. But you get it for free if you want it. So there you go. And the last game i think probably the most promising aliens Fireteam elite this game was released in august of 2021 and uh it is a ps4 and ps5 game it retails for 29.99 right now it comes from cold iron studios uh this is a a shooter type game in the alien world and it's third person uh Although based on the second film, the game's story is a sequel to the Alien trilogy. I've never seen the third game. Set 23 years after the original films, the player assumes the role of Colonel Colonial Marine of a sorry, can't read, of a Colonial Marine on board the UAS Endeavor, a spaceship leaked with I'm so sorry, I can't read this. A spaceship tasked with responding to a distress call from the outer colonies. The game has seven character classes, Gunner, Demolisher, Technician, Doc, Flanks, Lancer, and Recon. The game contains four story campaigns with three missions each, and the player is accompanied by two allies who can be controlled by another player or by an AI. There are five levels of difficulty and 20 types of enemies, and weapon customization and character progression are present within the game. Local co-op is not available, though online matchmaking can be public or private. There are plans for post-launch DLC, but there are no loot boxes or microtransactions. So yeah, this one seems a little interesting. It's it's obviously an online game. You're going to be playing, doing co-op. And if you love the Aliens movies, then you're in it. I took a look at it. I would say of the three games, this one looks the best. Honestly, Dragon Ball didn't look terrible, but it has, a, you know, kind of a more distinctive art style. But this game looked like the most playable of the three. Dare I say, maybe I would... Maybe I would try it for a picks and skips. But yeah, I mean, whatever you're looking for. So look, I'm going to summarize my thoughts on these three games. This is not a good lineup for me. I honestly hadn't really heard of any of these games. I think probably Mafia 2 I probably knew about. But uh, yeah, nothing really interested me. And nothing is... You know, I, if you forced me to play Aliens Fire Team Elite, I would. But I don't see why I would. I don't really like playing those kind of online games where you can't pause whenever you need to. Um, so not the best. But, I mean, what can you do? Who knows? Maybe I'll just play Mafia 2 and live my, my old Italian ancestral life. I'm not too bugged by this. The, the monthly games are sort of the gravy on the PS Plus mashed potatoes. You know, I get much more excited about the game catalog announcements. Um, if you remember, once Game Pass came to be for Xbox, their monthly games did get progressively worse and worse to the point where I think the last year of the monthly games, <laughs> I mean, there was nothing, like nothing that I was ever interested in. And right now, PS Plus doesn't have any competition when it comes to monthly games. They're the only ones offering it. We certainly don't get it from Nintendo, and, we, and Xbox sort of ended their program. This is the gravy. And they've done some good games. We went over the last year of them. And last month in particular was really good. Weird West and Callisto Protocol. I'm not too worried that mm, this month is a bit of a stinker. Uh, maybe two of the last three months are a bit of a stinker. Uh, but not too bad. I'm looking forward to the game catalog announcements, which should be coming in about a week or so. It's hard to really tell the exact day. They 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 were kind of late with the monthly announcements. So, um, But yeah. But, like, hopefully somebody out there is excited about one of these games and um, has something to play. And, like I said, you get to keep um, forever. I'm sorry I don't have any first, <laughs> you know, like, first party, like, uh, experience with these games. So I'm going to end this episode by talking about a game that I started playing today, and that is Jusant. A just released yesterday. It is by one of my favorite developers in the world. Don't nod. Uh, Don't nod are the masters of narrative. Um, nobody does it better in the industry. Uh, they did Life is Strange and Life is Strange Two. Um, they basically gave birth to that series, although they're no longer the developers of it, um, as that's published by Square Enix, and they have switched to another studio. Although I will tell you, the best two games in that series are both made by Dontnod. Uh, tell Me Why, which I think is still an Xbox exclusive, is a fantastic demonstration of, of Dontnod and what they're capable of. Um, those games look incredible, too. It's very easy to, to look at Life is Strange in 2 and say, wow, those games aren't quite as good as Before the Storm or True Colors. But, you know, they're older. But take a look at uh, Tell Me Why or Twin Mirror and tell me that Don't Dontnod can't make good-looking games. And Juicent is gorgeous. It is really one of the most gorgeous art-directed games I've seen. And uh, it's really the story of mountain climbing. In fact, and I couldn't really tell you the story because we don't really know the story. They've never really told us that much about the game. But I can say that after completing the first chapter of the game, it is very much um how would you describe it? It is very much a a, a realisticish mountain climbing game, not mountain climbing like like rock like rock climbing and uh, you you use the um, the R2 and l the L2 and R2 buttons to sort of as your hands and you have to like put your hand on a on a rock or a, a handle and then you have to like, move up and and grab the next rung. Um you've got a rope. There's all of these terms that they don't even like define but you can sort of figure out as you play. And if you're familiar with rock climbing, you're going to see a lot of this stuff. I can't even remember the words off the top of my head. But it's really cool. It's 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 really interesting and in fact, I don't know if this is intentional or not, I, I feel a little exhausted playing that game Make, holding you know, holding the triggers down and feeling like I don't want to fall off the the rock face, you know and it gives me a bit of a workout. It doesn't help that I have a little cut on my index finger and um that wasn't helping. but they haven't said a lot about this game. They've just showed some of the rock climbing and the kind of the gorgeous environments and whatever. but, What I'm finding in Chapter 1 is you come across these letters, and they're written by these people that used to live in this area that seems to be desolate now, as of now. And, uh, yeah, you can miss the letters. There's lots of extra areas. So you might see one path that goes up, but you might see one path that goes right, and you got to figure out, you know, which way do I want to go. And I thought I was hitting everything, but I actually missed a few letters uh, if the gap is telling me anything else. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, it's got really scenic audio. Um, it's very peaceful. It's definitely a game you just want to play. Put some headphones on and just you can really lose yourself in the environment. Um, it remains to be seen. I'm not going to give any kind of review. Uh, it remains to be seen, like what this game becomes. Is this game a uh, feel it has that sort of like good boring feel in chapter one because it's very quiet and you're not interacting with any other people and you're just rock climbing and you're being taught how to do it and then it gets a little more challenging I right, read until the end of chapter one but yeah you need those like narrative bumps to keep yourself going and you know I'm still wait I'm you know I'm still waiting still early on trying to find that that next big narrative bump but don't mod don't don't nod don't miss Um, they've, they've had a good year so far with this Jussant release. Um, their other release this year was Harmony the Fall of Reverie, which was a, another narrative game, but not quite like their usual 3D games. Um, more of a decision-making visual novel type game, which was okay. I didn't love it. It's not my favorite don't nod game. I'm not, I don't really love visual novels, so it really wasn't for me. And then um, they also have Banishers, Ghosts of New Eden, which was supposed to come out this year. And I think with the glut of games in late 2023, they decided to push it. Uh, maybe it's not ready, but that game looks really cool too. Check out a, a trailer for that one. But they have a great history. I've had a fantastic time with all of their games. Uh, Gerda, A Flame in Winter, and its DLC are also like low-key. Not the best-looking games, but also... Uh, Good narrative stories, really enjoy those games. So, yeah, um, I look forward to talking more about Jusant in the future. I'll probably do a full review of Jusant on this podcast. I did finish Spider Man 2, I 100%ed it. I'm not going to do a full review because I've talked about it, but 10 out of 10, absolute must play if you have a PS5. It was fantastic, and don't be fooled. That think that it's just another Spider-Man game in the series. It is special, and the way they tell the story, and the just the way the action sequences lead into cutscenes, and all the cameos and characters that we see. Um, this is definitely going to be one of the best games um, on the PS5 when it's all said and done, and probably the best superhero game ever made. Absolutely fantastic, the way they had the two protagonists throughout the game and have their stories interweave. Absolutely fantastic. So 10 out of 10. Absolutely, you should play that game for sure. PlayStation Daily is your daily podcast for everything Sony PlayStation, and you can find the feed on all your favorite podcasting apps. Find me on Instagram and threads at psdailypod or send an email to playstationdailypod at gmail.com and I'll respond to it on the show. Hope you've enjoyed today's pod. Happy gaming. And until next time. PlayStation.